It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and you're very welcome to Cork's number one for sport. This is Cork Sports Sunday. We're here until 7. Well, as you can imagine, it's a very sad day here at C103. All of us are heartbroken. We learnt this morning that our friend and colleague Paddy Palmer passed away last night at CUH. I have known Paddy for almost 30 years and during that time we've had many a laugh together. He was a perfectionist and a top-class commentator, but more importantly, a true friend. Over the hour we will hear from some of his friends, colleagues and from the county board. May I offer my sincere condolences to Paddy's wife Colette daughters Claire and Emily, his extended family and large circle of friends. May Paddy rest in peace. And it's 34 minutes when Down came within two points of Cork. Kieran Sheen is on the ground. What a situation. And would you imagine that Derek Kavanagh has to go off because of an injury? John Hayes is also into the side. So Finton Gould, the McCrompin, is into midfield. Alan Quirk drive it down your 100 and your 100 old year old grandmother wants this all Ireland the kick out is on its way so two to the rest and uh, it's a blood sub I'm told that's been brought in for Derek Kavner but it matters nothing because down are attacking once again they're only two points behind Cocker two points ahead if you want it like that the scoreboard says 16 points to 14 and the ball is still in the middle of the park we're in the first minute of injury time how much of that is left isn't this a real real testing time the ball over there get it out get it out it doesn't matter how you get it out and it's got out over the sideline it's a line ball to down 40 metres out from the court goal and Martin Clark is going to cross it's two minutes there are two minutes in it two minutes for Cork to hold on and record what would be a famous famous day and maybe a day when they wouldn't play hurling challenge matches anymore in Cork and the ball is in and over the bar my god there was absolutely nothing in that I'm not too sure who fisted it over but went over Alan Quirk's bar and we now have in the first minute the man that knocked it over gets his third point of the game and that's Daniel Hughes has put it over Daniel Hughes has made it 16 points Cork 15 points one single point between them what do you do on a day like this is it are we going to have the first drawn in all Ireland for quite a while 16 points to Cork 15 points to down and Alan Quirk the army captain from Coolmoreen in Inishannon lashing it out the longest one in his life and is caught by Finton Gould the McCrompian and he is fouled and settled it down would be seen to be the thing 
They're free to be taken. Who's going to take it? Who's going to settle it down? Kent is ordering it. Would he become the first West Cotman since Ty Crowley to carry Sam Maguire back into the heartland of Gaelic football? The kick is on its way. And it's uh, can he be gathered inside? Daniel Golding, it falls to his... Um, I was going to say it falls down, it falls somewhere. It's in around the goal mode area. Down him. And the goalie has been down. Maybe to the right time to down a down goalkeeper. In around the goal. And the play is held up. Down and looking for it. There's a point between them. 16 to Cork, 15 to Down, and Down have possession. They're still in the Cork side of the field. They're coming forward, being policed, being tackled, being harassed, and all over the place. They're still driving forward. And what an interception! Driving forward right now is none other than Dan Golding from Unborean. I wonder how Dan Lorden and Mick Lorden is feeling. He's the Lord Mayor of the Borean. He was their elected representative when we spoke to him during the week. But it's a free into Cork. And what an interception. Driving forward right now is none other than Dan Golding from Unborean. I wonder how Dan Lorden and Mick Lorden is feeling. He's the Lord Mayor of the Borean. He was their elected representative when we spoke to him during the week. But it's a free into Cork. It's at Conehead's greatest hour. The man who took over the first day he was in action was up against Lee, against Ross Common in the league final. The Mai. Wearing number 13, it's heading in its way. Lobby it in, get a fist in it, get something on it. Don't let it down, man, Garrett. It's all over. For all Ireland champions, what a feeling, what a day. We waited a long time for it. 20 years, unbelievable stuff. Commentary there from the late Paddy Palmer highlights of the 2010 All Ireland Senior Football Final. Cork beating down. Joining me on the programme now is the producer of a Cork Sports Sunday, Michael Scanlon. A very good afternoon to you, Michael. Good afternoon to you, Rory. Obviously, a very, very sad day, Michael. Yeah, an incredibly sad, sad day. Uh, it's hard to believe, really, that we're talking about uh, our friend Paddy Palmer in the, in, the, in the past tense. And may I start by... Uh, offering our sincere sympathy to his uh, wife Colette and his daughters Claire and Emily and indeed all the uh, the community of uh, of Inishannon that he was so much part and parcel of that community since he came to Cork uh, many many years ago and Michael, how did his commentary career begin with C103? Yeah, that's a very interesting story, Rory. It actually goes back to, uh, like, C103 uh, would have uh, commenced uh, broadcasting in this county in 1990, first of all, in North Cork uh, in early part of 1990 and in the western part of the county at the end of 1990. And... Uh, uh, for my sins, I got involved with, with with sport at that stage, and I suppose one of my desires was that we would have live coverage of of, of Gaelic games. And uh, I came across Paddy. I hadn't known him uh, until sort of the end of 1990, the start of 1991. I was up in Brogan's in Bandon, where he was a, a much valued uh, teacher. I was up interviewing Peter Quinn, who was the then president of the of, of the G. I was interviewing uh, Peter, and I, I met Paddy. And we got talking, and I uh, knew from him that he had been involved very much in, in, in promoting Gaelic games and in training particularly vocational teams and involvement with vocational teams around around the county and indeed around the country. And uh, that he was also doing commentaries on, on videos. Now, they used to be all the rage at the time. Uh, it was really uh, the first time that people were, I suppose, starting to video matches and have video analysis and, and 
Pawdy was doing commentary on, on those videos and I got talking to him and, and I suppose our, we were of a similar mind that maybe we would try and see could we do commentaries on, on the radio so the first match that came up that uh, we felt that would be appropriate to do was I believe it or not on Sunday the 19th of May 2021 uh, it, believe it or not Rory wasn't a football match that Pawdy became so much part and parcel of afterwards. It actually was a hurling match between Carberry and Valley Rovers in the uh, county senior hurling championship of uh, 1991. It was played in 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 Ballinaspital. Carberry won the match 118 to three goals and four. And I suppose just to throw out a few names of people that were playing at the time, Jeff O'Connell of Kilbritton got one goal and two. Padre Crowley got five points. Tom Brennan also of Kilbritton, he got four points. Chris O'Donovan got two goals for Valley Rovers. Not enough to... Uh, to, uh, to see them over the line and uh, in the commentary box that day was a man who would be better known for football it actually was Donald McCarthy of uh, Valley Rovers who was involved with different teams around the county in football but it's hard to believe that you had two guys involved in um, in football who were actually doing a hurling match the very very first day that we ever broadcast a match on the 19th of May 2021 I wasn't brave enough to tell the, the, the management in the station that we were actually going to do the match uh, I decided I'll do it first and I'll accept the, uh, the consequences afterwards and I also uh, left the uh, gave the, the the presenter of the program, who was the late uh, Con McCarthy. Uh, I told I gave Con a half an hour's notice. I said, Con, you will ring this particular number at at five to three, and we're going to do a commentary on the on on the match. And that's where it all started. And of course, we've had wonderful days over the past thirty years. And from that very first commentary, you obviously recognised uh, Paulie had a gift for it, Michael. Oh, absolutely. Like, uh, as uh, other people have been saying all morning, like, the man would uh, go to the ends of the earth to prepare properly for the matches. His commentaries were full of... He, w- he was really a storyteller, I suppose, Rory, in the sense that he brought a lot of information apart from what was happening onto the, onto the field. He brought a, a lot of information to the listeners about what guys were doing doing, uh, what uh, their career paths were, what town lands, see all these uh, strange sounding town lands from, from all over the, the different parts of this county and beyond. Maybe it was the first time that they were ever heard. And we must also remember, Rory, that back in 1990, 1991, there was no internet, there was no mobile phones. So when local radio in this county and other counties started broadcasting, it really was the first time that the ordinary people uh, would have heard the names of guys uh, being mentioned on the wireless or the radio, whichever one you want want to call it. And it certainly made folk heroes of... All these guys, I suppose, in another club that would have been very much part and parcel of our journey, and I'd say, to a certain extent, they made us and we made them, would have been O'Donovan Rossa. They won the, the County Senior Football Championship in 1992, and they went on a journey then all around the, uh, the, the country, all around Munster, first of all, to win the Munster Senior Football, Munster Club Football Championship 
We then travelled, believe it or not, up to Levy in County uh, County Derry. We took on, uh, O'Donnell Ross had took on Levy, the, the Derry and Ulster champions, and that, that was a day that I will never, ever forget as long as I, I, I'm on this earth. And Levy now were, were, I suppose, a serious team, but there was also a very aggressive style of play on the field and also very aggressive supporters on the field. Now, our commentary was also being taken by Highland Radio and Donegal, who were also serving that particular part of Derry. And at halftime, they knew what we were saying about them. The supporters were behind us and they started uh, hurling bottles and cans into the dugout. There was a couple of the Levy players sent off uh, Thankfully, O'Donovan Rossa won the match, but it was a day that certainly we got out of, of, of that part of Derry as quick as we possibly could and back over the border. And, of course, O'Donovan Rossa went on afterwards and won the All-Ireland, uh, played the Oak of Carla, one of, the, I suppose, the best All-Ireland finals that there's ever been club-wise. It went to a replay. I think something like 30,000 people came to the Gaelic rounds in Limerick for the replay and O'Donovan Rossa were crowned All-Ireland champions, bringing the first All-Ireland senior club title back to uh, a, tra- a club in West Cork. And in a way, th- those games made Paddy Palmer and uh, O'Donovan Rossa uh, would have, I suppose, made us as well. And over the 30 years or so, obviously, Michael, you enjoyed some great days together. You must have some wonderful memories. Oh, yeah, like there's the memories of uh, travelling to, to different parts of, of the county. There's very few parts of, of Ireland that we haven't done uh, commentaries from, I suppose. One of the advantages of following the court footballers is that we get to see parts of the country that um, we normally wouldn't get to see. The, the, the hurlers, uh, I often joke with John Cashman that they, they have a very limited range in, in terms of their, their, their travelling whereas the footballers get to see all parts of, uh, of the country and of course um, all parts of County Cork as well wonderful memories of uh, rocky up clubs ringing up clubs telling them that they were coming and they're bending over backwards to accommodating us and setting up uh, press boxes bringing lorries in to, uh, to host our, our, our commentary places and wonderful uh, support from, as I said, the clubs, but also wonderful support from the management of teams, the players on teams. Now we've, I suppose, upset a few people along the way. I remember one day, uh, O'Donovan Ross again mentioning them. They were playing a match in Dunmanway, and I think we were so close to the wire that I think one of their officials heard Pawdy saying something that I felt was completely appropriate but that club official didn't exactly see eye to eye what, what he was saying. He attempted to climb the ladder at half time and come up and, and sort party out. Something similar happened another day over in McCroom and I think Mallow were playing and I think one of the Mallow players was taking a free. He heard party saying something about Mallow that he didn't exactly agree with and uh, he decided when the match was over that he would climb the wire and come and have a discussion with Mr. Palmer but it all ended with him shaking hands and the best of friends. Absolutely and uh, Michael what made Paddy so special? I suppose what made him so special Rory was that he was a people person and that he saw the good in everyone and like you'd never hear Paddy talking negatively about anyone and that came across in his commentaries in the sense that he always 
And I think I heard Jim saying it earlier on in the news clip that uh, he always saw the good in everyone. You never heard Paddy Palmer criticising uh, players or suggesting that the management had got it all wrong. And I'm sure there were occasions when the players got it all wrong and the management got it all wrong. But you never heard Paddy Palmer ever, ever uh, only saying good things about people and trying to portray the, in the best possible way uh, the support, the sport of, of, of Gaelic games, hurling and football that he loved. And I suppose that, that certainly is my one abiding memory of him, apart from the wonderful stories he had about people. And I know in the journeys that I travelled all over the country with him, like some of the stories that he used to have about ringing up people and getting information, they certainly shortened the journeys that we did around the country. And Michael, finally, how will Paddy be remembered? He will certainly be be remembered as, as first of all, a wonderful human being who saw, as I mentioned a while ago, saw the good in everyone, always always portrayed a positive uh, attitude about everything in life and we certainly will, 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 will miss him hugely and to a certain extent, Rory, he's irreplaceable. Absolutely, Michael. Uh, thanks for joining us on Cork Sports Sunday. Uh, I know it was difficult for you and um, as, as we said at the beginning, all of us extremely heartbroken, Michael. On the programme now is Jim Nolan. Good afternoon to you, Jim. Good afternoon, Rory. Obviously a very, very sad day, Jim. It is indeed. It's a very sad day, you know. Um, I don't think anyone saw this coming party who you know, had his sickness problems over the last couple of years and everything was going with Parliament and to, for this to happen is devastating. And Jim, when did you first get to know Paddy? It's a long time ago now, I think. Uh, when I came to Nishan, it was probably 1982, I think. And I think I went down to the field one evening, I saw this guy below training teams and I just got talking to him and from there on we kind of, you know, got friends after that and we kind of trained teams together and we were always great friends after that. And obviously he had a big involvement with Valley Rovers and vocational schools teams, Jim. Oh, he was a tremendous, a tremendous manager, a tremendous football man. He was, you know, I suppose you came from Kumari, came from Minkari, from Timple. No, he was always going to be a football man, but he definitely did fierce work for Valley Rovers and for St. Brogan's in, 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 in Bandon, you know, for Brogan's, the school. And over the years, he's been absolutely tremendous and he knows his stuff, you know. And then later you got involved yourself then as a co-commentator with Paddy. Yeah, I, I think that happened a bit by accident. I think I think, I think, think the very first commentary was, I don't know, so the, it was very early on in the 90s and I went down in Bannis Middle, I think it was Donald McCarthy and Paddy did that. And I think that was actually a hurling match, which was kind of strange for those. But after that, Paddy was starting doing commentaries and I'd say I became his co-commentator, I'd say probably by accident more than anything else. But over the last, I suppose, 30 years, it's been tremendous. We've had a fantastic time, you know. And how would you describe him as a commentator? He did a lot of Cork Kerry matches, and even though a native, as you said, of Temple Knowing Kerry and a Kerry supporter, this never came across in his commentaries, Jim. No, but I, I think we, we have converted him. He got a very involved with football in Cork as well, you know. But I, I think the thing about Paddy as a commentator was, and, and I always noticed that he was a perfectionist. He, he always had his homework done. He know he knew his players. He, you know, he knew what he had. But I think he made a game exciting, even if it wasn't exciting. You had to be there to realise that. He wanted the people at home to be involved, you know. And the big thing for me was he could he he, he did his homework. He knew the players. He knew the managers. But I, I also think that during a game, if a player was having an off day or a bad game, Paddy would never say that. He, he'd have his own way of doing it. And he definitely would never offend the player or even managers. Some managers used to get a rough doing. 
Paddy would never know that he didn't have to you know and as Michael said there earlier on like he was that way in life as well I never heard him say a bad word about anybody well, well that, that was Paddy I, I think I think Paddy as a commentator was the same as he was as a person you know he was a lovely person he was good he was kind you know a great family man and, and I think the GA became a bit of his family but his own family Tom the way, the way he was there was unbelievable but he was a great friend to everyone you know, if, if there was a person in trouble, I can tell you Paddy would help them, you know. And the 2010 All-Ireland final win for Cork was one of his highlights and one of yours also, as you were selector with the team. That's right, yeah, yeah. Like I suppose myself and Cork, myself and Paddy became very good friends and maybe when Cork did eventually get back and win the All-Ireland in 2010, I think Paddy, that's the kind Paddy was. We were, we were good friends and uh, Paddy was delighted that, you know, the Cork won first of all and secondly that maybe I was involved as well, you know. And uh, finally, Jim, how do you think he will be remembered? Well, I think he'll be very fondly remembered. You know, like like Paddy was Paddy was everyone's friend. You know, like like he, he was funny. He was a helper. You know, he, he'd have the gold, and he he'd do things for people. He never mentioned them. He was that kind of a person. I think you know he's got him missed by the community. He's got him missed by the commentating crowd. But I, I think no one has gone. Like, it's the big loss here is to Colette, Claire, and Emily. You know, and and. His grandchild, um, Lucas, and all the, the extended families, they're going to be an awful last to party. To, to those families, party was a fantastic man and a fantastic family. Jim, thanks for joining us on Cork Sports Sunday. I know it's been difficult and uh, the very best to you, and we'll chat to you shortly. Thanks very much, Rory. That's uh, Jim Nolan paying tribute to his friend, Paddy Palmer. It's coming up to Happens 2. You're listening to Cork's number one for sport. It's Cork. our friend and colleague, uh, Paddy Palmer, who passed away last evening. Joining me on the programme now is Aidan O'Rourke, chairman of the Carberry Board. Hi, Aidan. Hello, Rory. How are you? Obviously, Aidan, a very, very sad day for all of us. It is indeed an extremely sad day for, for everybody and nobody. And, you know, the whole GA family. First of all, on behalf of the Carberry Board and indeed I'm sure all the Carberry clubs, I want to extend our deepest, deepest sympathy to Claire. I'm sorry, to Coletti's wife, to Claire, his daughter, and Emily. And Aidan, how will you remember Paddy? Well, you know, Paddy, I suppose, if you go way back, when they started broadcasting, I remember in particular, and Lucy Stone was involved in the county final in 2001. And he did a good side broadcast on the Monday from uh, Carney O'Man and his Baron Lucy Stone. And he opened the show that day and he said, I'm here. The hub of the university Christmas, and it's still known to this day as the hub of the universe. Uh, he was a tremendous, tremendous character. Uh, as a teacher, of course, he knew every one of his pupils like the back of his hand, and he knew their families. And I think that in his broadcasting life, they have paid off huge dividends because he had a great in-depth knowledge of all the families in the local area. He was very much, very much involved at the, you know, the Calvary, Calvary clubs. He knew everyone from the Lincoln Breast of West Park and South Beyond. Uh, an outstanding man, no doubt about it, an outstanding And talk to us a little bit about his contribution to Gaelic Games in West Cork, Aidan. Oh, it was massive. It was absolutely massive. I mean, if you take St. Robin's College, uh, what he did for those young lads, young lads there was tremendous. Down through the years, Afterwards, uh, stuck on, you know, involved in committees at vocational uh, school level and college level. He's done tremendous work that people have 
haben sie gesagt, was sie erwartet. Und die Value of his work will stand, stand, stand all your nights. Good for the rest of their life. They have great memories of, of a great man. Great memories of a great man. And what did bringing commentary of local games do for the promotion of sport in West Cork? Well, that was absolutely right. There's no doubt about it. Uh, first and foremost, it brought life into the homes of people who, unfortunately, for whatever reason, couldn't go to the game, particularly the elderly people. And that was tremendous for those people. The excitement he brought to us. In fact, a number of people would have said, oh, we should have went to that game because it was a great game. But on the other hand, a few lads coming home in the car after looking at the match would have said, Geez, you know, we should have nearly stayed at home to listen to it softly better on the radio. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. (laughs) (laughs) He he had had some brilliant technique of bringing a game to life. And, you know, as was said by, by previous speakers... He never offended anybody in any way. He was he was such a gentleman. He he highlighted the good player, but never said anything negative about a guy who wasn't playing well. He was he was a fantastic commentator in in that sense. And Aidan, before we leave it go, how will Paddy be remembered? Well, you know, just before uh, just before that, I have to say that going back to the Monday show with John Green, they they, they used to have great banter, and that brought huge listenership in West Cork because uh, you had all the local clubs who had played possibly on the day before the Sunday or the Saturday and, and that that brought clubs' names, their, their parishes, their individuals, everyone got mentioned. Uh, with great humor, I must say, with great humor, you know, he was, uh, he'll be a terrible, terrible loss to everybody and, you know, to yourselves in one or three, but of course, most of all to Colette, Claire and Emily. And, uh, you know, we send our deepest, deepest sympathy to them and indeed their extended family. Aidan, thanks for taking time out to join us on Cork Sports Sunday. Uh, take care and we'll talk to you shortly. Oh, thank you, Rory. That's Aidan O'Rourke, uh, chairman of the Carberry Board, uh, paying tribute to the late uh, Paddy Palmer. This is Cork Sports Sunday with Rory Burke. <laughs> 
only on C103. A very good afternoon to you. You are listening to Cork's number one for sport. This is Cork Sports Sunday. We were remembering our uh, colleague and friend, uh, Paulie Palmer, who passed away last evening. And joining me on the programme now is Mark Sheehan, Chairman of Cork County Board. A very good afternoon to you, Mark. Good afternoon and a very, very sad afternoon um, for all, all our listeners and GA supporters and, and friends of, of Paddy. Um, so I, I take the opportunity in the first instance to, on behalf of the county board and on behalf of the many legion of fans and followers of your, your station and, and particularly of Paddy to convey my deepest sympathy uh, to his wife and his family at this most tragic time uh, at his unti- of his untimely passing. And Mark, how will you remember Paddy? Well, I suppose like my abiding memory of him, I suppose, has been his professionalism <clears throat> in terms of his radio journalism um, all through the years, his his ability to, I suppose, to, to walk every step of the match, uh, irrespective of what size of club um, <clears throat> who were involved in, in whatever championships. And I suppose he took a particular interest in in, in the players and their families and where they came from um, in, in terms of, uh, I suppose, how he reported. And he reported with such energy and passion, as was came across him so many times, as at, obviously at matches, uh, in the press box, um, <clears throat> and also at various functions and, you know, GA functions. And I know I'm due to attend the Dungourney dinner next Saturday night, and Paddy was, was due to be there. Uh, so it was fantastic, I suppose, that he was back, uh, you know, back in, in on the, the radio and the media circuit in the last while, and I suppose his, his loss and, and the circumstances are so so tragic at this time. And I suppose he always had, had a huge interest uh, in terms of the previously the vocational school sector. He's, he's the current vice chairman of the Cork Post Primary Schools body, and he had a huge interest and made a huge um, contribution to St. Brogan's and Bandon, where he worked for many, many years uh, in the post primary school sector, and of course the Valley Rovers. So uh, he had many, many tentacles, uh, and he, had, he was a great people's person as well. And he really, um, you know, he really relished, I suppose, the, the commentaries, the and an opinion, um, and the evening echo, the, the, his, his contributions there as well. So he very much had his his heart in, in the on the pulse in terms of games and clubs, and he, he was a thorough gentleman and would be very sadly missed. And Mark, what did he do for the promotion of the sport in the county? Well, I suppose he was part of that, you know, that whole wave of um, live radio journalism and broadcast of matches, which was really, really important to you know the thousands of people who, for whatever reason. Um, you know, would, would rely on the radio and would also, he was able to paint that vivid picture of the match, the personalities involved, the players, their background, their family, uh, how they were progressing. Um, and and he, he painted a, a vivid and vivacious picture of every game. Uh, and he made, the, he made the mundane, I suppose, as well. He, he lit it up over the airwaves, which was very, very important. And, uh, you know, he gained a huge, I suppose, respect and following for that and you know, we can't really ever underestimate the, the value of radio when you when it's when when a game or any event is so well and vividly commented upon. Um, you know, it really lights up people's imagination and I think he connected as well with, with his warm personality with so many people. Uh, and it was really uh, you know, an icon in terms of, of sports journalism uh, in, in, in Cork and beyond and of course he was a really proud Kerry man as well and uh, he enjoyed that that, that bit of banter uh, at all times he, he also served as a Cork minor football selector uh, at one period of time as well and uh, you know the huge interest in the vocational schools teams and, and that, that sector and indeed the post primary sector generally so yeah you know he was a, a one of a kind certainly 
he really was a very, very positive person. You'd never hear anything negative coming from Paddy. Absolutely, and he, he always saw saw the good in, in, in every in every match, in every maybe a player's dis, um, misdemeanor. Uh, he, he described many of them over his time very vividly. But uh, he, he was always very positive in it. So he saw the you know the the effort uh, that was being put in by players and clubs, and what it meant, what it means to local communities as well. And I suppose he, he, it was that the warmth of his personality. Uh, and his ability to describe, uh, and his ability to, I suppose, to empathise with, with players and people, uh, which made him, you know, very, very unique individual. And, um, you know, he, he was very much um, um, connected, I suppose, to the GA as well, and to the association, be it at club level or inter-county level. And uh, he travelled many, many, many journeys uh, with clubs as well, and, and you know, brought brought great joy and, and described was fantastic victories and maybe some heartbreaking defeats for county teams and, and for club teams as well and he did it with, with great panache at all times And Mark, how will he be remembered? I think he'll be remembered uh, as a person who you know gave hugely of his time to the education sector uh, and also I suppose he brought <clears throat> that, that flair with his person, personality and his personal attributes uh, you know, into radio journalism, particularly GA radio commentary, um, which I suppose is a huge part of our lives uh, in, in every county and I suppose especially in our county and he was able to connect I think with everybody young and old and he'd be remembered I think in, in that way very much so and in many other ways and many witty stories and anecdotes as well about him which will have been described and I've no doubt will be over the next few days but he was a gentleman and uh, he, he really gave it his all and uh, we, we, he would be sadly, so sadly missed and his contribution uh, will be is so much appreciated by everybody. Mark, uh, thanks for taking time out to join us on Cork Sports Sunday. Take care, and we'll chat to you shortly. Thank you. That's uh, Mark Sheen joining us on a Cork Sports Sunday, a chairman of Cork County Board. Uh, joining me now to look back and to remember Paddy Palmer is Joe Blake, former Cork GA County Board PRO and current secretary of Barra GA Board. Good afternoon to you, Joe. Hi, Rory. How are you doing? A very, very sad day for all of us. Yeah, a very sad day, and obviously, look, um, on behalf of Barrett I'd just like to express our deepest condolences to uh, Paddy's family, both in, in the Shannon and in, in Kerry, and to all his colleagues in, in, I suppose, his former colleagues in St. Brogan's and his colleagues in C103 and in Echo and in, um, all, all Paddy's friends, everybody who knew him. And uh, how will you remember Paddy? I suppose I'd remember Paddy's a, a, a lovable Kerry rogue. Um, I used to have great chats with Paddy. We used to always, um, Sunday evenings, Paddy would be on to me when I was in PRO of the county board, always looking for the fixtures, looking for updates, especially, obviously, people would have known that Paddy was ill there for a couple of years and the J was a thing which was, I suppose, a great distraction to him when he was getting his treatment. And... Um, he used to always be on to me on, on Sunday evenings looking for fixtures when the games were being played the following weekend. He'd be on to me then on Monday. What will I write about this weekend, this weekend, the Echo? And then he'd always, he'd Wednesday evenings then, about, maybe about two years ago, he came up with this bright idea that he was going to do his own podcast. So he called it the Rebel White Ball. So he used to be on to me every Wednesday evening looking for the information as to what to speak about and Obviously, he knew a lot about the J, but we would he would diverse into categories such as golf and soccer and American football and everything. So 
he would be on to me about that and what to speak about. And uh, look, I suppose I, I I would really miss his his um his phone calls and the conversations and the crack that we used to have on the phone. And Joe, talk to us a small bit about his contribution to Gaelic games in the county. Oh, it's massive. I suppose he probably was the right person in the right place at the right time. And when, I suppose, C103, it was formerly WKLR, went to County Sound in the early 90s. And himself and Michael Scanlon, I suppose, they started broadcasting the matches and that allowed, that allowed the, the games to be broadcast to people who were maybe not able to travel to games, elderly people, people in holidays. And like, I remember him broadcasting a match, um, I think it was 94, Berwick Community School won the All-Ireland and there was people who couldn't go to the match but Paddy was above a new market on Fergus broadcasting the match and wherever Paddy was broadcasting, Michael Scanlon would be alongside him but I suppose Paddy came to great prominence down in Beara in 1997 when Beara got to the county final and uh, John Green who was on C105 was obviously a proud Beara man so was back in Beara but Paddy decided I suppose to uh, to have the crack and throw a spanner in the works and he kind of declared his allegiance to Castlehaven and uh, there was a picture surfaced only a couple of days ago of um, John Green with a bearer flag and Paddy with a Castlehaven flag out the pitch and in Parky Creeve uh, before the county final in 1997 but Paddy gave great publicity to the J and Paddy just wasn't at home he wasn't just there for the big matches in Parky Creeve or in Tarlis or Clarney or Crow Park Paddy was there for the, the games down in Bantry, down in Brinney, down in, in uh, down in Dunmanway. And even back in what, 2008, Paddy was back down Western Cahamore, probably the furthest pitch away from Crow Park for the great Castletown Bear against Adrigal Games in the county championship. So Paddy made a massive contribution. And even in recent years, when technology allowed, um, Paddy's voice could be heard all around the world with the games being broadcasted on, on the on the C103 website and the C103 app. So, um, no, Paddy made a massive contribution to G and Cork. Joe, listen, thanks for taking time out to join us on a Cork Sports Sunday. And mind yourself and um, we'll catch up with you soon. All right, thanks, Rory. Right, thanks very much, Joe. That's uh, Joe Blake, a former Cork County Board PRO and current Secretary of the Barra GA Board. Remembering our friend and colleague, Paddy Palmer, who passed away last evening. 0862103103 in by WhatsApp. Rest in peace, Paddy. A pure legend, says Mary in Donnerail. Hi to everyone in C103. My condolences to all on the passing of a lovely man, Paddy, RIP. That's from Marion Barrett in Lumberstown. Thanks, Marion. Uh, that was a touching tribute by Michael Scanlon. Uh, well done to Michael. I'm so sorry to hear of the death of your friend and colleague, says Elizabeth. Thanks, Elizabeth. Hi, Rory. Could I offer my sincere condolences on the heartbreaking news of the passing of Pody Palmer? It's devastating news for his family and colleagues in C103. I had the privilege of meeting at the late Pody Palmer back at the 96th of MC 103 Sports Star Awards in the Rochestown Park Hotel. He was a gentleman and a wonderful character. Rest in peace, Paddy, says Mike 
in Limerick. Lots of them in by text as well. I'm just uh, trying to compile them. And at uh, the moment I have them, of course, I will give them a um, mention. Uh, just listening here, it says, um, Hi, Rory. A lovely tribute to a Paddy Palmer. He was a gentleman, says Michael in McCroom. Hi, Rory and all the team. I know it's an awfully sad day at C103. We, the listeners, feel sad also. And we're thinking of all of you there, says uh, Breda. Thanks, Breda. Uh, hi, Rory. Can you please pass on my condolences to Paddy and his family? Very, very upsetting news for all of us that were sports fans, says Eddie. And uh, hi, Rory. Uh, please pass on my condolences to Paddy's family and all of you there at C103, says John Murphy, that's listening to us in Wilton in Cork today. Lots more of them. I'll go through as many. Here he's speaking. As many text messages coming in. Uh, regarding the late uh, Paddy Palmer. Uh, sincere sympathies to Paddy's wife, Colette, and two daughters, Claire and Emily, on the very sad passing of our great friend and colleague. He will be sadly missed by everyone. Rest in peace, my friend, and uh, thanks for all the wonderful memories, says John McCarthy, Chairman, West Cork Ladies Football. Hi, Rory and all the team. I know it's an awfully sad day for all of you at C103. We, the listeners, are also very sad and heartbroken. Uh, Breda, afternoon, Rory. This is Eddie here. Happy New Year to all the sports team on C103. Great loss of Paddy Palmer. He was a great sports commentator and broadcaster. He will be greatly missed by all. Rory, listening to Paddy's commentating there. It's just like as if he was on the pitch himself. Uh, thanks for that, listening to your lovely tribute about Paddy Palmer. Uh, he was great to listen to, enthusiastic, entertaining, and obviously he loved his job. Appreciate how hard it is for all of you in the sports team today, remembering and honouring while mourning him, uh, says Rachel. That's uh, just a flavour of what's coming into us by text on 0862 103 103. That's the same number as well, of course, for WhatsApp. You can email me as well if you want, rory at c103.ie or Graham is also answering the phones on 0818103103. It's Cork Sports Sunday. A uh, couple of them into me here now. Well done, Rory, for keeping it together and being professional. Thanks for that. I'm telling you, it's very, very hard today um, for, for all of us here on SC103, particularly in the sports department. Uh, hi, Rory. Sincere condolences to Paddy, Palmer's family, friends and colleagues and all at C103. RIP Paddy. Joe and Teresa in ovens. Thanks very much, guys, uh, for your kind WhatsApp. Uh, hi, Rory. So very sad and shocked to hear the news this morning of Paddy's passing. Never met Paddy, but oh, did we love listening to him and his commentaries on matches on C103. He was very, very witty and made the dullest of matches so exciting. A deepest condolences to his wife and family and all his comrades in C103. May his gentle soul Rest in peace, Joe and Pat Crowley uh, from Kilmichael. Thanks for that. Also, Anthony Pickford has been on as well to say, uh, Rory, very, very sad news uh, today, learning of the passing of your colleague, uh, Paddy Palmer. And a couple of more quick text messages into me, if I can get them up here in front of me. Uh, sorry to hear the passing of Paddy Palmer. Every GA match I went to, I always went along to meet Paddy. Uh, I'm the well-known GA man, John Crowley in Mallow. Thanks for that, uh, John. And hi, Rory. So sad for you. Uh, just home from work. Heard the news on the radio on the way home. What a lovely man was Paddy. Oh my God, life can be so awful. Uh, take care, Rory. You're doing a great job under the sadness and circumstances. Uh, Eileen, heartbroken for, for all of you. Uh, thanks, Eileen, for that. You can text her WhatsApp 0862 103 103. It's only a sample of what's coming into me. I'll do my very, very best. I'll promise you that to get through as many as I can between now and seven. You can also give Graham a 
call on 08 uh, in by text 0862103103 Hi Rory so sorry for your loss I loved Paddy's voice we will miss him so much may he rest in eternal peace says Margaret Murphy in Tallow thanks Margaret very very much uh, for that Hi Rory very saddened to hear of the passing of life's true gentleman Paddy Palmer I had many a great crack with Paddy when I used to umpire matches he was commentating on for C103 I was privileged to have known him uh, to all of you in C103 and to his wife and daughters may Paddy rest in peace and that is signed Finbar 0862 103 103 is our text or WhatsApp number. Grow so sad of the passing of Paddy. May he rest in peace. Miss his voice on the radio. Also, his wife and two daughters sleep tight. Uh, Paddy is from Andrew Kelly and family in Donnerell. He will be sadly missed. Uh, thanks for that. We send our deepest uh, sympathies to Paddy's dear wife, daughters, family, and extended families in Temple. No, God rest to Paddy. We all loved his great reporting and his wonderful, instant, witty comments. That's from Mick Siobhan and all the Hart family in Clonakilty. Seven, a couple of more text messages. Sincere sympathy to all at C103 and to the family. On the sad passing of Pody Palmer, he was an excellent commentator on GA matches from Gene O'Connor, Little Island. Thanks very much, Gene, for that. Uh, be lovely, Rory, if C103 could podcast uh, Corksport Sunday today with the lovely tributes and messages about the late Pody Palmer. Uh, we're working on it and we will have... Um, those up as a podcast a little later this evening. In by WhatsApp 0862103103 Hi Rory, this is Donald McCarthy Dunmanway, former secretary of the Carberry GAA board. Sincere sympathies to the uh, Palmer family and to all the sports staff at C103 on the death of Paddy Palmer. Paddy's contribution to Gaelic Games throughout West Cork and Cork County as a sports commentator and an administrator with the second level schools games with St. Brogan's Bandon will never be forgotten by anyone here in West Cork. Paddy was a true gentleman, a great friend who was always there and gave of his best when on a C103 commentating. He'll be sadly missed by his family and all those that knew him throughout the clubs far and wide. Having suffered a serious illness a number of years ago, Pody gave encouragement to everybody at the way he fought his illness and it was great to hear him back on C103 again commentating and reporting. That's Donald McCarthy, Dunmanway, Fordry of the Carby GA Board and thanks Donald for that. Sincere sympathies to Pody's family. May he rest in peace. Amen. A lovely commentator will be greatly missed and that's from the Moynihan family in Congal in Newmarket. Thanks very much for that. That was in by WhatsApp, by the way. 0862-103-103. Plenty more uh, messages to uh, call out. As I said, I'll do my very, very best to get through as many as I can between now and seven. We're just compiling uh, the next uh, couple of messages for you here on C103. Again, uh, in by WhatsApp. Hi, Rory. We sympathise with you and all your colleagues on the sad passing of Paddy Palmer. We will miss his wonderful commentaries, but we will never forget them. But most of all, our sincere sympathies to his wife and children and extended family. May he now 
rest in peace and that is signed Teresa thanks for that Teresa sincere sympathies to all of uh, Pawdy's family and colleagues in C103 many the happy hour was past listening to his brilliant and insightful and witty commentaries on Cork games Sundays just won't be the same R.I.P. Pawdy and that's from Pat and Noreen Hennessy in Mitchellstown. Thanks for that. And another quick one in here this time uh, by text. Hi, Rory. Uh, so sorry to hear the death of Pody Palmer. Back in 2007, Pody and Michael Scanlon came up to Bally Desmond to do a piece for C103 for the All-Ireland final. Pody was getting a great crack out of the Cork v Kerry banter and hopping the odd ball. But when they had the piece done and the mics turned off, twas then the crack really started. Rest in peace my friend and that's from Paddy Hurley, a former PRO of Bally Desmond GAA a club. Uh, thanks for that very very much uh, Paddy. Uh, hi Rory, can you please pass on my condolences to Paddy and all at C103 and that is simply signed Connor. And Enzo and Habit they're two points behind, two minutes in it and they have an opportunity here with Reno and it's dropped in by Reno Regan into the goal mode area. There's a yellow man coming out, but he breaks away and a shot aside in the back of the net. Amzone of a goal hit the post on the way in. Would you believe that Amzone have got a goal at a crucial, crucial stage of the game? And uh, that one into the back of the net, and that's score coming 58 minutes in it. And now we've got it. They're a point ahead, a point ahead after that particular effort. And would you believe it, the top 9 year old Shane Murphy who won it all Ireland wide the medal will cock away back and there's a big dropping one in here but unfortunately it's a wide ball and the score remains and the linesman so Shane Murphy you see the hero of whatever hour they will have the 65 is dropped in what can they do with it all of Aaron's zone are in around the house it would be impossible the referee has blown the full time whistle and what an incredible game of falling has come to an end the final score and the county champions are Aaron Zone. Aaron Zone, one goal and 30 points. Gallant Kilshanig, three goals and 20 points. It was a thriller and it was a pleasure. And for the moment, it's back to you in the studio, Rory. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.